this that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know. Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick. So you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and said, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom chatter podcast, baby. Y'all know what time it is, man. Let me say this first and foremost, man. There's bonus content dropping on Patreon. It's something I want to talk about on the podcast, but I want to show y'all videos. I want to show y'all news clips and news segments. So I'm saving Jerry from Cheer. You guys can find out my thoughts about that on Patreon. You can follow my Instagram at Lunchroom Pod. There's a link in my bio to that podcast exclusive content, man. Oh, Cardi B was in the news this week, man. Uh, women are back at it. Men don't love us. You know, I always try to be sensitive when it comes to topics like this because the fact that I am a man, I know it can be taken as why you speaking on women. You don't support women. Like, we know that is the trend now for everything. You don't support women. You know, everybody was having fun and making jokes of Cardi B. Is it right? No. But that is what social media does. Let me say that again. That is what social media does. I've seen a lot of women. Matter of fact, let me pull up some of these. Wait, hold on. Is Gabrielle Union trying to rap? If this bitch don't get out. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. Let me see what she's talking about. If she don't go somewhere with this bullshit. Issa and the girls lit. Plus, I like their outfits. Insecure, not the best show. Trick, stop it. Black girl magic. My girls do their duty. Plus, in the love scenes, they show the boys booties. If this if this girl don't get out of here and go make another being Mary Jane, the fuck out of here with that shit. But let me get back to this shit. What, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Cardi B. So I seen a lot of women, you know, saying, you know what they what they normally say, men don't love us. But they leave out the fact that women were making fun of Cardi B too. I, I understand that that a narrative has to be perpetuated, but don't leave out all the women that's making jokes about Cardi B just to single out men. Now, as always, I spoke about this on Instagram. The fact that anytime something happens with a celebrity, no matter if it's male or female, people. They find a way to make jokes like that is what social media does. Again, if y'all remember three months before Chadwick Boseman died, rest in peace to him. The Shade Room posted him online. And he got dragged. He was made fun of. Oh, why you so skinny? Crack Panther. Black Panther lost his powers. They were saying so much shit that was insensitive. Not knowing that he was three months away from death. We're talking about a man who was on his deathbed. This man was three months away from dying. And men and women 
dragged him. And y'all want people to be sensitive and have a heart for Cardi B who is going through a divorce. Now that is what comes with it. Now I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying they have a reason. Because when I seen it, I was like, you know, a lot of it was messed up. The fact that this is a woman who has been cheated on constant, constantly to where she had enough. But when you, when you make music rapid about sex, how good your sex is, how good your vagina is, how good you go down on a man. When your content is highly sexual and you date someone who continues to cheat on you, even though you brag about how good your sex is and how sex is, you know, is damn near the most important thing to get a man, basically, by if you listen to her music. People are going to make fun of that. Now, let me hear what some of what Cardi B was saying in regards to her divorce. This is from E! News. Has been sending me, and I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you so much. However, like, I don't really need it. Like, I'm okay. Uh, I want to let you. Let me pause it. First and foremost, she is not okay. And I know some of y'all gonna hit me up. Well, don't speak on women. How you know she is not okay? Because I know because every woman that breaks up with a man says she is okay. Every woman that breaks up with a man says I am unbothered like that is like that is what you have to do online like I know someone recently who broke up with with a man after 10 years in two days after the breakup she said you know she was posting shit online I'm unbothered you know can no man get me down come on sweetie like that may fool the regular average social medialized citizens that's not gonna fool me I understand, you know, you got to act unbothered. You got to act as if, you know, can't no man get to me. But deep down inside, you are hurt. There's no way you are with somebody for 10 years. You break up and then boom, the, the next day is over. And I know some of y'all going to say, well, you know, if she was with him for 10 years, then she probably checked out three or four years ago. So why stay with him? There were clearly feelings there to waste four years just to. Just to say you have someone, even if you did check out, that's going to show how much of a dumbass you are. Again, I'm trying to be sensitive here, but let me get back to Cardi B. No, I have not shed not one tear. You know, every single time that, you know, this guy has done something so crazy, so f***ed up, and it hits the media, I'm always crying, I'm always stressed out, I'm sad because I don't like that type of sh This time, I wasn't crying. You want to know why? Because it wasn't... The reason my, of my divorce is not because of none of that that ever happened before. It's not because of cheating. I'm seeing people like, oh, he has a baby on the way. That's a whole incomplete lie. This is like the second time that people's trying to pin babies over here. No, that's bull. Um, I just, I just got, I just got tired of arguing. I got tired of not seeing things. Wait, what? Let, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me see if I heard this right. So I got a divorce, not because of all of the cheating. I got a divorce because I am tired of the arguing. Well, I would assume a lot of those arguments come from his infidelity. But again, I'm a man. What do I know? But I did not get a divorce because of the cheating. 
I got a divorce because let me get back because oh my that that don't make no sense to me because I would believe that arguments come from you know maybe the cheating or bad behavior. Now I don't believe that they was arguing over oh you know you left the toilet seat up and that's why they got a divorce. L let me play. Eye to eye. So before, when when you feel like it's just not the same anymore, before you actually get cheated on, I'd rather just leave. You know what I'm saying? Like you got cheated on already. Again, I'm trying to be sensitive towards Cardi B and that is why I waited for her to speak on it before I made this episode I was gonna make this episode like last Thursday or Friday and put it out but I was like nah you know to be respectful of Cardi B before I even speak on the topic even though she does not know me let me hear what she has to say first but this makes no sense I didn't break up I didn't get a divorce because of the cheating I got a divorce because I was tired of arguing so you know what I decided to get a divorce before he cheats. He's cheated on you multiple times. One time he cheated, you left him. He came on stage at your concert with a cake and flowers and said, take me back, Cardi. And you took him back after his cheating. There was a viral video that went around online. What was it, last year where I think Offset was playing a video game and then he heard Cardi B's voice, so he reached and grabbed his phone and tried to hurry up and throw his phone under his leg so I guess she wouldn't see his phone. And then she came in the room. After, he, after she left the room, he took his phone back out from under his leg and started texting and smiling. Now, I'm not the smartest person on earth, but ladies, you know, if your man has his phone around and you come in the room and he hurry up and shove his phone under his leg. Let me say this so y'all can understand. That nigga is cheating. He is cheating on you. If you come in a room and he's on his phone, but then as you enter the room, he turns his phone upside down and all you see is the back of the phone. That nigga, he is cheating. He, it's, it's not hard to figure out. And that is why, and look, I am happy where I would hope she understood her self-worth, that she understood the fact that she is powerful and that like women, like women, they make, they make the big decisions, man. Like I said before on so many episodes, damn near everything a man does on earth is to get a woman, is to please woman, is to attract a woman. So I let me let me give us some applause. I applaud Cardi B for knowing her worth and for actually taking the steps to get away. Now, what I hope she does not do is, you know, go back and rekindle the marriage when he already proved time after time again that he is a cheater. Cardi B's young. It's best to leave now as opposed to continue to stay year after year after year. When you are unhappy now, understand that they have kids. Now, when you have kids, you know, it kind of makes it difficult. It kind of makes it seem as if I can't walk away because, you know, we have a daughter. If you are unhappy, it's time to walk away. Let me give a, another round of applause. I'm happy she's walking away. And I hope that, you know, she can move on and realize that she's a great woman. Now, I seen an article, was it yesterday, that said that I guess that Offset felt some kind of way because 
of Cardi B's sexual lyrics and he felt that she was better than that and he was embarrassed when the song WAP came out. Now, of course, this report is from Media Takeout, so I don't really give them too much credit, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that was true because men are like that. Like a man can cheat on you time after time after time after time again, but if you do something such as hold the door open for another man, Oh, you a hoe. Why are you going to hold the door open for him? So I wouldn't be surprised if he said that shit. Offset was cheating time after time again. And she probably came out with the song WAP. And he was like, you know what? Why you got to do that whole shit? Like, that's the mind games that men play. Where they try to get into your psyche and make it seem as if you are the bad person. When in reality, they are doing the cheating. Now, women do the same thing too. But men are, I don't want to say men are pros because... Men are rookies when it comes to those mind games, and that's why men get caught. But we're going to dive into some shit this week, man. I don't have no, again, I don't have no list for this episode. Normally, I have, like, my bullet points, but I was working on um, the Patreon little bonus episode, and I've been so busy. My son doing his virtual learning, so we're going to have a nice little episode today. This is all off top, no bullet points, man. But again... And um, I had some of y'all hit me up, yo. Why you gotta make the pa- why you gotta make some stuff on Patreon and not just put it on the podcast, yo? I do this podcast by myself, man. I edit by myself. I do everything by myself. So I mean, it, would it be wrong of me to put some content on a platform where I can monetize it? Like I invest so much in myself. I invest so much in this podcast. And over this past year, things have been going great. Viewer listenership has been going up and up and up. I've been getting, you know, DMs and replies from strangers, you know, cash app. They've been asking, yo, you know, I heard um, I heard a a past episode and, you know, it kind of resonated with me so well that, you know, just thank you for putting that episode out. Like somebody cash at me $50. What was it? A couple weeks back. Like I put so much into this podcast, man. Y'all can't blame me for wanting to monetize some of my content. Like, everything is going to remain free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all the podcast episodes drop. But, I mean, if there's a time where, you know, I want to throw out bonus content, I mean, come on, man. If I invest time in something I love doing, I do this I do this for free because it's like therapy, therapy for me, and I love it. But a brother got bills, too, man. A brother got to make back some of what I spent. So stay tuned. Lunchroom to the podcast, man. What's up, what's up, man? We back, man. Lunchroom Tatter Podcast. Now, look, it's been a, a lot of viral memes going around recently. Now, some I think are true and some I think, you know, it's a little questionable. But um, a viral meme that I've seen going around now, one said... How come dudes don't go through girls' phones? I repeat, the meme says, how come dudes do not go through girls' phones? And the person replies, well, I don't do it because I won't be able to eat for three days. Now, I agree. I've spoke about this many times to where, even going back to the last segment with um, Offset, like men can cheat 10 times. But if you hold the door open for a guy, like men can't take that. Like, 
I'm not someone who comes online or, you know, comes on my platform and lies. Like, a lot of times, men cannot take what we dish out. That's why in a relationship, you know, I believe that a man should be faithful. I believe that a woman should be faithful. But it's like now, like, I don't want to say it's difficult because I believe that once you say yes to dating someone, then, of course, loyalty should come with that. But, like, when I think about how it was dating back in in high school, even early college years, like before social media became so prominent, it was it was kind of easier because there was less temptation. You know, you can date someone, but again, this shows, you know, the self-restraint of some people and how a lot of people are easily are easily susceptible to the lust. The temptation that's right there at your fingertips. Like, y'all remember, like, dating back in high school. Like, before social media popped off, so the only thing you focused on was, I'm trying to see my girl. I'm trying to see my man. But now, even after you see your boyfriend or your girlfriend, like, once you leave and go home and you open up Instagram, everything is right there for you. You can leave, you know, your spouse, open up IG, and you got damn near every woman's page, not all, but damn near about 60 to 70% of women's pages, they post their hips, they post their ass, they post their titties. Like nothing is left to the imagination anymore. Of course, I'm, this, is, this is no excuse to say, you know, men cheat because of everything at our fingertips. I'm just saying, like with everything being right there, it's tough, man, like. Let me read some of the comments. Now, one one woman said, men don't do it because they are not ready for the hurt they put us through. I agree. Like I said, it's tough, man. It's tough. I know plenty of men out here who cheated on their girl. But then, I mean cheated over like a period of like four to five years. But now they girl cheat one time, not even sex. They catch that girl, oh, you went out on a date with this guy? Like, we can't take it because we envision that man treating you the way we treat women. I'm not saying I do. I'm saying I'm just speaking as a whole because I'm a man. So I'm just speaking for men right now. No, we just envision. Like I said, if if a guy cheats on his girl for five to ten years and now she cheats and have sex with one guy. We envision that guy doing to you what we did every time we cheated for those five to ten years. Being reckless, smacking you in the face with the dick. We just envision the wildest shit in our minds. Let me get back. Now, somebody said, I don't do it because you're, you're not finna take my appetite. I mean, it is tough to eat. Like, once you find out, let me clap it up. Like, once you find out your spouse is cheating on you, it's tough to eat. It's tough to focus. You be at work flipping your burger. You be burning shit because your mind is somewhere else. One girl said, yes, they do. They go through the phone. That's a lie. I just got caught slipping. Somebody said, first of all, they definitely do. And they be emotional about it. They can take it. Well, they can dish it, but they can't take it. That's true, but speaking of dishing, man, I seen a um a viral video last week. Let me get her name. I'm, I'm, hold on, hold on. Her name was Carrie Evans. She was a council member in North Dakota, 
and she revealed to her residents that she is the state's first openly elected lesbian. And she gave a powerful, impassioned speech. And this was due to seven, several people in the community who came up there and they got mad that there was a pride flag flying around, you know, the county. Now, I'm a man. I'm a straight man, but do I hate gay people? No. I believe that everyone has the right to be themselves and everyone has the right to feel represented. Like, whether you like it or not, we choose what we see. If you are against gay rights, if you are against gay people, you don't have to look. Like, I just seen a show on Hulu. I binge watched the entire season. I, I, I don't remember the name of the show, but a lot of y'all might. It was about a, a, you know, a teen who was coming to terms with the fact that he was gay and trying to reveal it to his family and his friends. Now, Damn, I can't think of the name. Oh, it was something about Simon. Love Simon. That was the name of the show. It's on Hulu. I'm not going to spoil the show, but, you know, eventually he got a girlfriend. But, like, as he was going on dates with this girl, he realized, yo, like, I'm not really enjoying this. Like, he was trying to make himself enjoy the dates. But in reality, he ended up just looking at all the men. Like, I love seeing everybody represented, you know, whether I'm gay or not. Like, everyone has the right to feel loved and the right to just see themselves in society. But let me play out what she said. This was in response to people coming up and explaining how mad they were to see, you know, uh, why is that pride flag flying around? This is what she said. This is a council member, Carrie Evans. This is um North Dakota. Let me play out what she said. Oh, hold no, no, no. This got to go on Bluetooth. Y'all got to hear this. Y'all can't hear the crappy sound. Hold on. Let me connect this to my, my soundboard. We got to get this going. Like I said, man, if you don't like something, like you don't have to watch it. This is what she said. I mean, here we go. Mayor does what Okay. I'm not waving. But guess you. what? You don't get to tell me when I can stop speaking. Well, I'm going to. I'm an elected official. You can't do can that. Can I do that, Mr. Mayor? Mr. Walker, if she's given the floor, I'm going to give her the five minutes just like everyone else, okay, and I will minutes. let you finish up your five minutes. And you'll start the clock. The clock is running as please, soon as possible. I don't need ahead. five minutes. Please go ahead. So, Mr. Walker, if you're not aware, and I think a lot of people in this room are not aware. Let me say this now. There are people in the audience right now at this council meeting wearing Trump hats, you know, make America great again. That should say a lot right now, but let me continue. And I've come here just because this is a gay issue. I am proudly the first openly elected lesbian in North Dakota. Mm, so that shit. is why I'm not paying any heed to your crap. I and we the people. I'm the people. Mm. I live in Minot. I have a taxpayer. I am a person. I get to see myself represented on that flagpole just as much as the people who got the Juneteenth flag last month, as much as the POW MIAs will she get preaching. later this she month. Preaching. Every single person is entitled to see themselves represented. We are not some group of people who live in San Francisco or Seattle. We are here. We are your elected officials. We are your brothers. We are your sisters. 
And don't tell me you're not hatred and anger. That's all I feel. I've had to listen to it for days now, as is the mayor and many of my colleagues. It is unacceptable. This city is big enough for all of us. Me having a flag flying doesn't take away anything from your rights and freedoms. But you know what it does for me? It shows me I live in a city that appreciates and embraces me and the people of my community and that I can live here and feel safe. Mm. That's what it does. I'm mm. sorry it doesn't make you feel comfortable. But we're here, we're queer, and we're not going away. She better, thank you. Let me clap. Thank Let me, she preaching today, girl. She said, we here and we quit and we not going nowhere, baby. Again, if you don't like or support gay people, you don't have to watch. Like, if you see a show and you see someone on there that's gay, I could because I see this a lot, too, on social media. Oh, why they had to include all these gay storylines? Stop watching the show. Like, you choose what you watch. Stop watching something just to complain about it. Because, like I said, the fact that I'm straight, like, do I like seeing, you know, certain kind of people represented? Do I, because I'm black, do I like seeing shows with, you know, a lot of black characters that I feel represent myself? Yes. So if someone is gay, to me it's wrong to have every single show and every single thing cater to straight people. Because if I put myself into the mind of someone who was not straight, I would feel offended. Like we got to stop picking and choosing, oh, you know, we can do this, but you know what, leave them out. No. Like I don't believe that, that you can push gay on somebody. You can't. Like, I've been around so many gay people my whole life, and, like, I've never thought about, you know what, let me go suck that dick. Like, I just started watching the, um, the show on TLC, I Am Jazz, about the transgender teen. Now, a lot of you guys may have watched this show before. I've seen commercials about it over the years, but I just started watching it, and I love it. This is someone who was born a boy. Now, at the age of three or four, they begin to question themselves. They begin to ask their mom, you know, am I a boy? Am I a girl? Like, why do I feel like a girl? So eventually, at the young age of like five or six, she began to identify as a girl. And I know some of you guys who may not understand or may not have been around kids that young, you know, who may have been gay. Y'all going to listen to this and be like, oh, you know, well, how can someone as young as five think that they're gay? No, I've seen it time after time again. I've spoke about it before on social media when I was working in um, Athens, Clark County. I've been hit on. I spoke about this a couple years back when I was working there. I was hit on by three boys. One six, one was eight, and one was five. That is why I believe that, like, for some reason, I believe that, like, the people that are gay, like, I personally believe that it happens at the time they are born. Because eventually, you know, after following up with those kids, because they were great kids, they were gay. So I don't believe that someone is straight and then, because they're around or they're seeing shows that have, you know, gay things in it that they're going to decide, you know what? I feel straight, but, 
you know what? I did see so and so kiss that boy in that show. I did watch Brokeback Mountain. Let me go kiss that boy over there, man. Like that's not how it works, man. Especially for for guys. Like women can like woman like girls. Y'all can flip flop. Y'all can date a man. Ah, he did me wrong. Let me go date a girl. Y'all can do that. But man, it, it don't work like that, man. Like every guy I know. And growing up in the Bronx, New York, I know so many gay people. Every guy I know that is gay, I've known since he was in elementary school. Like I've known by the way they walk, by some of their um, by some of the, of like their personality traits. I've I, I've known since they were small. Like I've never had someone, I'm speaking about myself, come out as gay as a teenager. And I was shocked by, oh my God, you gay, I didn't know. All I said was, I knew, I knew since you was like six or seven, but you my friend, you was always there for me, so I love and I respect you. Again, it shocked me when I seen, like, when I when I was hit on by a six-year-old boy, it shocked me. I mean, I came on a bus and he just walked on switching his hips. You know, um, I, I love your eyes. Your eyes are so beautiful. And everybody in the back laughing, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, yo, why y'all laughing? Like he is being himself. Now it caught me, it caught me by surprise. Like he used to come in and just, I love your eyes. Let me see your eyes again today. Your eyes are still light brown. I love it. Again, he was six years old. But I respect everyone. I love everyone, man. I gotta pay some bills though. I know some of y'all hate when the ad come in, but I gotta pay some bills, man. Give me a second, I'll be back. Johnny Shows, lunchroom, chat a podcast. Yes, sir, we back, man. No applause. Like, I know y'all hate the ads, but, man, it's whatever, man. Brother got to monetize his shit. But look, hey, man, this morning, Ellen DeGeneres, she returned, I believe, for her 18th season of her talk show. Now, if you guys remember, over the summer, man, so many accusations came out in regards to the toxic work environment that happened on the Ellen show. Well, you know, she was telling, telling employees to not look at her, to not bother her, to, you know, to where she was making it unsafe. Like, she wasn't letting women have their full maternity, you know, time off. And it was just so much shit that was going on. And she put out a statement over the summer to where she kind of tried to distance herself from said allegations. Where she was saying, you know, I'm just one person. You know, I have other people in charge to do all of that. But... Like that response did not go over well because you are Ellen. Your name is behind everything. Like I said during the summer, if Beyonce puts her name behind, oh, you know, Beyonce's pies, you're not making the pies. You're not putting the pies in Walmart. But if 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 they find, let's say, a rat inside of a pie, your name is attached to the pie. So everybody is going to hold you accountable because you are the big name. You are the person who is the marquee star. But she came out this morning. And again, I have not heard this clip. So I'm hearing at the same time y'all hear. Some of you guys may have heard it, but I have not heard this clip. This is Ellen. I guess it says addressing the toxic workplace environment. So let's hear what she got to say. Welcome to season 18 of the Ellen DeGeneres Show. (laughs) 
If you're watching because you love me, thank you. If you're watching because you don't love me, welcome. <laughs> How was everybody's summer? Good? Yeah? Mine was great. Super terrific. I'm so happy to be back in the studio. There are a lot of things I want to talk about. I've been looking forward to addressing it all directly, and unfortunately, talking directly to people has been illegal for six months, so I have a virtual audience here instead. Here you all are. You look beautiful, and I'm sure you smell great. That's what I'm imagining anyway. All right, let's get to it. Um, as you may have heard, this summer there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. And then there was an investigation. I learned that things have happened. I take that very seriously and I want to say I am so sorry to the people who were affected. I know that I'm in a position of privilege and power and I realize that with that comes responsibility and I take responsibility for what happens at my show. This is the Ellen DeGeneres show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. My name is there. My name is there. Exactly. My name is on underwear. <laughs> All right, come on. We have had it's not time a lot for the of jokes. conversations over the last few weeks about the show, our workplace, and what we want for the future. We have made the necessary changes, and today we are starting a new chapter. There were also articles in the press and on social media that said that I am not who I appear to be on TV because I became known as the Be Kind Lady. And um, here's how that happened. I started saying be kind to one another after a young man named Tyler Clemente took what happened. Tyler Clemente took his own life after being bullied for being gay. I thought the world needed more kindness, and it was a reminder that we all needed that. And I think we need it more than ever right now. Being known as the be kind lady is a tricky position to be in. So let me give you some advice out there. If anybody's thinking of changing their title or giving yourself a nickname, do not go with the be kind lady. <laughs> Don't do it. Ellen, it ain't time for the jokes. Like, you got to be serious this whole segment. I am that person that you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. I, sometimes I get sad. I get mad. I, I get anxious. I get frustrated. I get impatient. And I am working on all of that. I am a work in progress, and I'm especially working on the impatience thing because, and it's not going well because it's not happening fast enough. I will tell you that. All right, let me let me let me pause it right quick. See, I understand that Ellen is a celebrity that a lot of people know and love. So a lot of you guys are going to take it as, oh, why you're bashing her? Why? You? No, it's not about that. It's about having a workplace to where people come to work. And they actually feel appreciated. And if you guys can't understand that, when most of you guys, it may not be you, but so many people come online every day. I hate my job. I got to wake up and go back to the same job again. Oh, my God. Like, if you don't feel appreciated and proud to go to work where you work at now, if you are working around a celebrity, don't give them a pass. You don't give your boss a pass. You don't give your supervisor a pass when they over your back all day and you complaining about, I just want to work in peace. You don't give your boss a pass. So don't give Ellen a pass because she is a celebrity that we have known to love over the years. I'm not saying cancel her. I'm just saying she has to be serious about these allegations. 
it was not a laughing matter. Like, stop, like, don't come online or don't come on your show after months to where you can finally address everything face to face and you making lighthearted speeches. It's not, it's not the time for that. It's not. Don't come on here cracking your little fucking jokes and you saying, you know, I also have to, I'm also, I be sad also. I'm also, we, we know you're human. We're not speaking about that. Address the allegations. Be serious. Let it be known that you are going to move on. And from here on out, you are going to better oversee things. Because like she said, my name is Ellen. I'm the marquee. I'm the marquee talent. It's my name on the front. So I have to do what I can to make sure, you know, everything is straight. Let me play some more of what she said. But if she if she cracked one more joke, I'm, I can't hear this no more. Let me get back. So I'm a pretty good actress. But I, I can't. I can't. See, like, and that's what I don't like, man. But I got to get off of her because she pissing me off, man. You finally on your TV show. Like I said, that's my first time here. Now, I wish I, I, wish I would have heard that beforehand because I probably wouldn't have played it on the podcast. But I seen this, so I'm thinking she about to like really be serious and have a serious conversation. I understand her show was like lighthearted jokes and with the audience laughing and like cackling, but you gotta be serious, man. Like there were women that came out and said, you know, you know, due to the color, you know, I was I wasn't given certain promotions. I wasn't, I was, you know, I felt racial discrimination in everything. It's not time for the lighthearted jokes. Again, I understand we live in a social media world. So so I know a lot of y'all going to hear this and say, you know, it's Ellen. Let's give her a pass because it's Ellen. No, that's not the way I operate. The same way I go to work and I want to be treated with respect and decency in my real life. I hold celebs to those same standards. I don't care if you make millions of dollars. I don't care if you got 20, 30 million followers. That's not the way I operate. I don't give people a pass based on status. I don't give people a pass based on how quote unquote important they are to the culture. That's not the way I operate, man. But um, speaking of operation, man, I spoke, what, about two weeks ago about the divorce that was going down between Dr. Dre and his estranged wife, Nicole Young. So more has been revealed. This is from Hollywood Unlocked. Shout out my guy, Jason Lee, man. That motherfucker, funny as hell, talented. But um, this is from Hollywood Unlocked. Just days after Nicole Young accused her estranged husband, Dr. Dre, of creating a holding company where he, where he transferred assets such as the trademark Dr. Dre and the trademark name The Chronic, you know, as a way to keep her out of the money. Come to find out that she was accused and they have photograph, well, photographic checks of Nicole Young taking money. I guess from the family's expenses. Let me see. It says, according to TMZ, Dr. Dre and his wife funded a company back in 2015, and she is accused of draining the business account dry and even criminal embezzlement. In a letter that was obtained by attorneys 
of Recording One Studio, they claimed that she took three, woof, three hundred and sixty-three thousand five hundred and seventy-one dollars and eighty-five cents from the company's bank account. They are letting her know, look, we want the cash back no later than Tuesday. If not, they'll be filing a suit against her. This is going to be a long divorce, man. This, <laughs> whew, we see now this divorce is going to be toxic. It's going to be, whew, my, my God, man. But speaking of a, something to say my God to, there was a husband. Now, I got to end it with this because this is crazy, man. There was a husband who ripped open his pregnant wife's stomach to find out the baby's gender. Now, this happened in a whole nother country. A father of five daughters, this happened in India. He ripped open his pregnant wife's stomach to see if she was having a baby boy. Now, we know men love to have boys. Let's clap it up for a boy. I got, I got a son myself. I got a... I love my son. But this guy, this, guy, this guy took the gender reveal to a new level. This guy took a gender reveal... To a level it does not need to go to Now we know in California A gender reveal Led to Damn near forest fires California wildfires But this guy took the gender reveal To a new level Authorities said The 41 year old man Attacked his wife With a sickle shaped object On Saturday To find out the baby's gender The 35 year old woman Identified as Anita Devai is set to be six to seven months pregnant at the time of the attack. Now, Devise, the brother, said the man, okay, now it makes sense. He had abusive behavior, and he had assaulted her on several, several occasions before as she was giving birth. Well, oh, wow, wow, let me rewind. He displayed abusive behavior, and he assaulted her on several occasions because he was mad she gave birth to five daughters. Wow. My brother-in-law used to beat up my sister often for giving birth to five daughters. Even my parents tried to resolve the problem, but no one had ever imagined he would take this crucial step. Now, the article don't say if she died. Now, I'm going to the comments. So, somebody say, um, so they couldn't get a 3D ultrasound. Now, I don't know. How things are in India. But Jesus. Let me go through some more of these comments. Oh my God. Somebody said. What the fuck did I just read? Is she alive? I need to know the outcome. Somebody said. Woman can't even be pregnant in peace. Let, let me put the phone down. Bruh. My fellas. Woman also. Because I, you know, I, I see this now. A lot with these gender reveals to where a lot of the times the couples may not find out the sex of the baby until the actual reveal so they can be surprised themselves. Just be happy for whatever you have it. If you're having a boy, you're having a girl, just be happy. Like life is short. Like everybody can't have kids. I've seen stories to where women are 40 Years old and they tried for over a decade To have kids but they can't So if you got all five Girls be happy Like I, like I hate to bring His name up but Kobe Bryant had what Three or four girls 
you know, he wanted his son, I'm sure, you know, to like follow the legacy behind him like LeBron has his sons. But to rip open your your wife's stomach and abuse her in the past physically, emotionally, because she had girls. It's a crazy ass world, man. But y'all stay safe. And again, (laughs) in case y'all ain't know, the podcast was supposed to end right there. You know, I was going to hit y'all with my closing statement, but I was on media takeout, man. (laughs) And I seen that in Atlanta, Georgia, I don't know what school district this was, what county, but this woman was fed up. Like, y'all know what the virtual learning, like, everything is so new right now. So parents, well, not all, but some parents are having a hard time adjusting. Some parents are doing, is doing ghetto shit in the background. And this woman, she was fed up. Excuse me. She was fed up, man. And um, I want to end the podcast off by letting y'all parents know, you know, let me let her speak to y'all, man. She sent out a message to the parents. This was through a video, you know, where she was speaking and she was letting parents know, like, the best way in which to, you know, help your child have a great, successful day. And also what you can stop doing in the background of your child's video chat. Now, of course, some people were offended. You know, we live in that world now where people hate hearing the truth. But I feel like a lot of what she said was 100% true. And I'm going to end the podcast off right now by letting her speak. I'm going to let her tell you right now what to do and what to not do as your child, especially your young child, engages in virtual learning. Let me let her tell you right now. Please, parents, wake your children up early enough to feed them and get them dressed for school. Also, make sure your child has the book, pencil, and paper when they sit in front of the computers. No laying down in the bed. Number two, parents, please make sure that you have the own proper clothing when you're walking in front or behind the child's computer. Because we done seen them in their drawers, the bra, and everything else. All right, remember, all children are on the computers and can hear your conversation. So please try to use proper language. No cussing, because if I say just no profanity, they may not know what profanity is. So no cussing, they know what that is. And number four, parents, when you are helping your children at the computer, please uh, do not appear with big joints in your hands and cigarettes. The joint be big as a cigar. Oh, yeah, we done sing it all. Uh, please do not have that in your hand and in your mouth. Let me give a hand clap to my girl. She preaching. She preaching today, sister. Sister preach. She getting down at the chapel. Sister preaching. You guys stay safe. I love y'all, man. Lunchroom. Chatter podcast, bitch.